From The Ringer, I'm Tyler R. Times. When I spoke to NFL star Cam Newton in January, his mindset was clear. I want my whole career to be in Charlotte. Cam won't be getting that wish. He was released by the Carolina Panthers in March. Cam is a complex figure, and my interest in him goes far beyond his exuberant smile and transcendent style of play. Cam broke the glass ceiling in American athletics, ascending to a place in the sport that few black quarterbacks have ever reached, making his fall that much more dramatic. Over the past year, I've traveled the country speaking to coaches and teammates, friends and family, reporters, and even briefly to the man himself, trying to unravel the enigma that is Cam Newton. I uncover contradictions at every turn. How can the hardest worker on the team be depicted as a bad leader? And how can a franchise icon with the NFL MVP and Super Bowl appearance on his resume be so abruptly cast aside? The Ringer NFL Show presents The Cam Chronicles. The series premieres Monday, July 13th. Hey guys, it's Juliette Littman, about to do Bachelor Party, but I just want to warn you, I'm an idiot and I messed up my audio for like the first 10 to 15 minutes of this podcast. So it's going to be kind of wonky using that Zoom back up and then we switch to good, high quality, usual recording. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. You know, just working from home, making our way through it. All right, let's batch. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. We're actually going to talk about The Bachelor today. We're going to begin with talking to Alex Michelle. Where else can we begin? I'm joined by my colleague, Amelia Wedemeyer. Hi, Amelia. How are you? Hi, Juliette. I'm, you know, great. How are you? Um, I'm doing well, thank you. I, I'm not so into this um, Bachelor most dramatic, or Bachelor greatest seasons of all time situation. Sure. But... I did enjoy seeing Alex Michelle and Trista Wren, you know? Trista Sutter. The OGs. Oh, yeah, right. Sutter, sorry. Yeah. She's Sutter now. When we watched it, she was <laughs> it was Wren. No big deal. Um, have you know, you do all you do all the social media for the Bachelor Party account, so you have watched all of these episodes. Yes. Correct? Indeed, I have. What's been the most fun for you to relive? Um, on some of the most I will say that the Trista Alex seasons, they're not very drama-filled. So wasn't a huge fan of them, but I will say that- They ranked very low in my my (laughs) ranking back in December. Exactly. Not because they were bad. They just weren't dramatic. They weren't dramatic. It was like the first, you know, testing, testing of this whole thing. Uh, They were the guinea pigs, so to speak. Um, But I've enjoyed looking back at like Tiara. You remember from Sean's season? Tiara, yes. Tiara. Sparkle. Exactly. And just like some of the more random, crazy moments, you know, Ben, Bachelor Ben Higgins, he's he engages all the time. So I appreciate him. And, you know, just loving all of the craziest or greatest of all time Bachelor moments I've really enjoyed. People pointed out there's a couple of licensing restrictions. So actually, like <laughs> Rachel, Rachel season, they can't show. And I think Nick season, perhaps they can't show because they're licensed to other streaming platforms right now, I believe. And like, wow, two I think of the greatest seasons. I know. I think it's really weird that they didn't start with Alex Michelle. But I think that one, I, w- I actually watched that one when I did my countdown back in December. 
So I think mm-hmm. it was available on Tubi for a while. Um, okay. And so I I was happy to watch this condensed season, but it, man, it's weird. So it's it's weird, but not that riveting. But I think in hindsight, you're like watching for what has changed and what has not changed and like how sure. the show evolves. Um, and so I asked you in, in preparation for this podcast to hit me with your five biggest, wait, what moments? Exactly. And I did five, five of my own and we're going to go through them and hit on the big things from this, uh, show. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. First from you, Amelia. OMG, the old mansion. I, I guess I didn't watch the first se- I didn't watch Alex Michelle season. So I yes. had no idea. It was 2002. We weren't watching in 2002. <laughs> That's true. But this old mansion is quaint. It's cute. It's Mediterranean style. I kind of love it. What happened to it? Um, it's no longer there. I'm glad you oh. asked. It, <laughs> it's gone. Um, it was called the Bachelor Villa. Um, oh, yeah so it also was like it was in malibu it was more proper malibu than the current house is which is actually in agora hills it was like you know on the edge of a hill um but they knocked down and something else is being built in its place but i will it was originally built in 1987 it had four bedrooms four baths seven thousand square feet a 1.7 acre plot of land oceanfront land a tennis court and infinity pool and a twenty twenty a twenty two thousand square foot guest home. I'm guessing that guest home was used for the um, control room and for production. I bet that's and like as I read about it, all of these things make me think it's probably a really good production house with a lot of extra space for cameras totally. and all that. But when I was watching it, my main thing thought about the the mansion was it looked like huge. Like the fireplace <laughs> was really high, the ceilings yes. were really high. Yeah, and I thought it made. Chris and Alex and the women look like they were in some kind of like Barbie dream house or Ken's yeah. dream house, which like maybe was intentional, but it just sort of, because they also were wearing baggy clothes because it's right. too. The I was like, suits. why is everything oversized? <laughs> That's a great question. It's a great question. I don't know, but I kind of loved it. You prefer it to the current bachelor mansion. Well, so just for reference, Alex, Michelle, the bachelor villa. Now we have the bachelor mansion. Right. I, I mean, the Bachelor Mansion is iconic. Like, I get it. It yes. almost was destroyed by a fire. Like, thank God it's still there. But I will say the villa is, there's something sweet about it, you know? It's just like, this is sweet. This is quaint. I like it. I don't know. It reminded me more of like a real world house than of a Bachelor oh. Mansion. Oh, God. Yes. When I watch, when I go back and watch shows from this era, like the main thing is they really remind me a lot more of the real world, the way that they're shot. And like, you realize just how incredibly influential that show yes. was when you go back and watch old old shows, you know? Hell yeah. It just like all looks a little different. Um, but yeah, they they're two Mediter- Mediterranean style houses still. And I don't know. I, I there's something about this 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 villa. It's just a, a little bit less um of like it's not like a character in the show. It's just more like a house where they're staying. Sure. So was he staying inside the house as well? I think he's always stayed somewhere slightly different. Okay. If I recall correctly. Okay, okay, okay. I'm into that. Yeah. 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 Um, I also I also felt that like the way they had the candles set up in season <laughs> one, it, every time they had ca- candles at a rose ceremony, it looked more like a seance than like <laughs> creative lighting design. And like seances were really big. in that. Yes. Decade. Yes, they were. Oh, my God. Oh, my. I, I did seances like at my 12th birthday party. So this makes sense. Of course. What was, lies the feather stiff as a board? <laughs> yes. Yes. 
<laughs> Did you watch Save or Watch Now and Then? Yes, of course. Great seance. Now yes, agreed, agreed. Oh my God. <laughs> totally great. Absolutely great stuff. Um, okay, let's move on to our next. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Wait, what? Shannon's handshake goodbye? Amelia, please explain. Okay, so Shannon, she's a little conservative. She's rocking the brown lipstick, which is, that's a bold move, but you know, whatever. It was 2002. Um, so she is one of the, I think, final three. And she had told him, Alex, earlier that, you know, she wasn't like probably going to sleep with him, which is totally fine. And that she wasn't like totally comfortable being like in a bikini on TV and whatnot. And I think he was kind of turned off by that. And so she, he got, he was like, I'm sorry, you're getting the boot. You're not going to bone me. Sorry. Bye. And she was legitimately pissed off that she didn't make it further. And this is, you know, pre-influencers. So I'm thinking that she had some real feelings there. And she even comes back and is like, why? 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 After shaking his hand when he says goodbye to her. <laughs> so a couple of things about Rhonda. Or Shannon. When Shannon. She comes- sorry. Sorry. A couple of things about Shannon. Excuse me. <laughs> um, I... I believe it was Shannon who um, got the Pretty Woman date, didn't she? Yes, she did. The the original Pretty Woman yeah. date. And so, like we discussed back in December, this show, in many ways, has not changed at all. <laughs> One of them being that they still do this fucking offensive Pretty Woman date. <laughs> and the... Like, it's it's weird enough that it's all these women competing to date this guy, right? Yeah. And I loved how Alex and Michelle was like, what's the etiquette for a six-person yes. date? I mean, I'm not hosting a party. It's a date. Anyway, she had the, the pretty woman date, and she seemed, like, very fine with that, as they usually do. Now it's, like, a bigger joke, but, like, I think there was more room to be like, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, why are we doing this back then? Um which she then proved and which we'll talk about in a second. But I was just horrified when she got the pretty woman date. And I was like, God, they've been doing this since day one. They've like turned this woman into like into prostitutes <laughs> by being like, let me just take you to Rodeo Drive yes! and you can try on any dress you want. She literally was like, I feel like I'm in pretty woman. Yes, she said it. And it's like, that is a movie about a prostitute. So, OK, I mean, I guess it like kind of makes sense with The Bachelor, but it just has always made me really uncomfortable. Um, I was like with Shannon. My wait what with her was not the goodbye, which I did think was um, interesting mm-hmm. and different, but I was just fascinated by her refusing to get into the hot tub. She didn't want to take her, yeah. her robe off. Not at all. And I mean, who can't relate to that? You know, like True. that's like, I, I mean, at many times in my life, I've been like, oh, do we have to get in the hot tub right now? Right. Really? Like, you know, p- at parties and whatever. But I just thought that was like fascinating to see play out on television. And it made me feel so bad for her. Like in real life, when you're not on camera and you're just like a random person in the world and like you're uncomfortable getting into a hot tub, totally. it's like awkward enough. And then when you're on this dating show in front of all these people with a guy you barely know, I mean, I can't imagine what that had been, what, what that had been like. I mean, I think it was definitely awkward. I think she, you know, was, and, and for, and I understand that and I get it. And she has a rock and bod. Like, so it's just, yeah, they all do. Of course. And it's just like, you know what? I like this refreshing kind of like, I don't want to take off my clothes and be in a bikini. You know, it's relatable. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The women were more relatable back then. Totally. I mean, in some ways, they were like l- less relatable than ever because you're like, 
it wasn't remotely normalized to go on reality TV. It was like <laughs> a really so strange true. thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> but on the other hand, like I think it was Rhonda who talked about having an anxiety attack. Yes. And Shannon is out here being nervous about her body and and not just wanting to have sex with him. And like those are just like <laughs> as basic as it may be, those things are not really present on reality television anymore. And, and so it seems like super relatable. Totally. Totally. And I love that. I love that aspect. Me too. Also, all these women gorgeous and like natural looking. Yes. I mean, like if their makeup is bad, it's because it's like regular person bad, not because it's like <laughs> too much bronzer. Exactly. And they don't look like they've gotten like lip injections or, you know, collagen in their cheeks or something. They just look really natural, like someone you would meet at the supermarket, you know? Yeah. 100. 100%. I, I really like this group of women. Like I liked Shannon. Yeah. I liked Rhonda. I liked Lanice. I liked all of totally. them. Me too. They were nice. And we got to see them, um, you know, t- practically 20 years later. And they all look great, too. They were. They do look great. Amazing. So L- Lanisa, I was really blown away by. Yeah. She like she brought it. She was like ready to be on camera. You know, <laughs> she was. Yes, definitely. Oh, God. Also, so many nice kitchens where I feel like <laughs> they. Did you watch last week's Real Housewives of New York by any chance? I didn't. So it's the first episode where they had to do some of the. um some of the interviews in quarantine. Mm-hmm. So like Ramona's in her kitchen and like Leah's in her living room. And these homes like look very similar to what we saw <laughs> in the Real Housewives. And I was like, oh, okay. Wow. So, Great stuff. so they're living like a nice privileged life. I'm into that for them. Yeah. I mean, I think also it speaks to the homogenization of design <laughs> in suburban, suburban homes in America. But <laughs> that too. Okay. That yeah. Well. Thanks, Chip and Joanna Gaines. Oh, God. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> but I, I also thought Shannon's goodbye was just like the highlight of this very rough three-hour boring show. It was tough, but I just love how she stuck her hand out and was like, "Okay." Also, really liked her goodbye outfit. I think it was like a like kind of like a deep burgundy, had like a bit of a bodice and a skirt. Yes. I think. And was it? I know she wore several things with like the choker, which is like in now, but also it's just like that's a weird look. I'm sorry. Yes, and so this is your next, the next thing that you sent, or the next uh, moment that you sent along for. Wait, what was the horrendous fashion? <laughs> the horrend- yes, and I want to counter. I'd like to counter. I think the fashion is kind of good. Okay, that's honestly that's fine because everything old is new again. So yeah, honestly, well, let's take the denim out of the equation. Okay, I'm scared of everyone's jeans because everyone's jeans were bad. <laughs> but I was also. I was rewatching some One Tree Hill this weekend and all of their jeans were also bad. I, I mean, I, I, it was a rough time from like 1995 <laughs> to like 2012. Denim went yes. through some really bad days. True, true. Oh my God. I cannot tell you how many flares and bootcut jeans I, I've bought over the years. Low rider flare jeans oh, doesn't no. get worse than that. Even really skinny people look bad in them. <laughs> 100%. And it's always like baggy looking. It's never good. It's a really bad look. It was really pervasive on One Tree Hill and on The Bachelor in 2002. So let's take everyone's <laughs> denim out of the equation. Okay. Are you familiar with Kushni for Target? I've, I'm familiar with the brand Kushni, but not Kushni yes. for Target. Okay. So Kushni is, is a brand, makes a lot of really cool dresses, particularly flattering for women with curves. And but like really for all sizes, Cushney has a has a line for Target right now. There's like wow. four or five dresses. They're really cool. I saw someone wearing one recently and I was like, Cushney for Target. That's awesome. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, I felt that many of the dresses, the kind of like that, like spaghetti strap. Ooh, yeah. Um, shoulder strap. They were kind of like the like drapey. <gasps> the cowl um, neck. Yeah, kind of like the drapey cowl neck neckline. Yeah, is very was very bad like in then and and back now. And it's not a look that I wear, but I think it's a good look. And I think it's actually quite fashionable. No, totally. Hannah Brown was wearing that. And I'm pretty sure she it was cushiony. Like, I'm I'm almost 100 oh. percent sure. I'm serious. <laughs> there you go. Who's fashion when you were like, oh, my God, this is appalling. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not going to lie. Uh, the whole well, Rhonda wearing that zebra print um, fluffy like mm, edges wasn't thing. great. It wasn't great, but you know what? They talked for some God knows why they talked to Demi and uh, Nicole about it. Chris was like, okay, guys, what do you think of the fashion? And Demi didn't like that look, but I think Nicole liked it, which again, everything from the 2000s is like cool again. So it is true. Not everything, not but, everything, but, but, but a but decent amount. Things. Yeah, I, I would say in some ways that their bathing suits were the most out of fashion. Oh, my God. Sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. The high rise. Like, yeah. And just like that kind of that sort of like string bikini. That's just like very like <laughs> 90210. I've just arrived in California and this is what I think people wear on the beach. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I thought that their 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 swimsuits were the most out of fashion, but I liked a lot of their other clothes. I don't know. It's just they weren't bad. Like, my eye has been retrained. Well, Amelia, <laughs> you said that fashion was horrendous. I want you to defend your taste. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I just, it was the fashion. Like, I don't know. Tube tops. That's just like, that's a hard look for me. But I, you know what? Tube tops you, are rough. I agree. They're a little, and the the dude's jackets. I'm sorry, but Chris, Chris. Okay, that's a different story. Chris and Alex Michelle, their clothes were Yikes. awful. They were awful. like Michael Jordan inspired. Like <laughs> yes. all the fits. <laughs> And so many oatmeal and taupe colors. It's too many. Too many. Oh, my God. And the hair gel mixed in with all that. It was just like, no, 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 no. Do you think Chris Harrison has, has, is, ha, looks like he has aged? There's a lot of convo, and particularly by Chris Harrison himself, <laughs> about if he has aged well or not. I mean, I think he's aged great. Like, he still looks like the same version, just maybe like a little older. I think but, I prefer 47-year-old Chris, to be honest. Me too. This Chris is a little too baby. He's definitely just like <laughs> a child. Sorry to say. He was 32. It's It must wow. be really, really weird for him to go back and watch this stuff. And then to like, I mean, it's not like he keeps in touch with any of these contestants. So when he talks to them <laughs> on the on his television in his home studio for the first time, it must be <laughs> super awkward. It's, you can tell it's super awkward. He's just like, uh, and like pauses and it's just like, oh, yeah, get your husband. OK. Hi, kids. Oh, my God. But, but when I think it, I think it was Shannon, when Shannon's son came out at the <laughs> yeah. end and, and said, hi, Mr. Chris, that yeah. was so cute. That was adorable. That was very sweet. I'm just happy these people have gone on to live normal lives. I think that's Me one too. of the major differences. You could like recede from this, you know, if you were on it in 2002. <laughs> yeah. And and I think that like a lot of the Bachelor people can like if they decide to just like exit Bachelor Nation, they can go back to real life. But someone's always going to take a picture of them, put it on Reddit. Totally. That, I mean, that's kind of what happened with uh, Alex Michelle. He doesn't want to be a part of this anymore. But I know someone like dug up his LinkedIn photo and he pretty much looks the same. It's interesting how they cannot get a hold of him. I know they've tried <laughs> know. multiple times. He just does. He must have like been really scarred by the experience. He just doesn't want any part of it. He's like, nope, nope, nope. It's kind of weird. 
It is a little weird. It is a little weird. Like you're the first bachelor. That's kind of a big deal. And you don't want to just say hi or something. I mean, they freaking had that interview with Cassie and she literally said nothing for five minutes. So if it was going to happen, it would have happened during quarantine. Like everyone's gettable <laughs> right now because everyone's just at home, you know? So exactly. I have no hope for that. We'll ever hear from Alex Michelle. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's go through go through some more of our takeaways. But first, let's talk about article. Are you craving a new look for your home? Article combines the curation of a boutique furniture store, the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. With plush sofas, cozy lounge chairs and dining tables, the whole family can gather around. Article has what you need to feel at home. Its designers focus on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction, all while fitting into a modern aesthetic of mid-century Scandinavian, industrial, and bohemian designs. And you save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. Article keeps their prices low by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. No showroom, no salespeople, no retail markups. Fast, affordable shipping is available across the U.S. and Canada and is free on orders over $999. All in-stock items are delivered in two weeks or less. That's a 30-day return policy with simple returns and exchanges. I love all of my article furniture. I needed, I did need a new look a few months ago, and so I bought a awesome end table and a really cool cabinet. And you know what? I love them. Article is offering you, the listener, $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash bachelor and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash bachelor to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Okay. Next wait what moment. This is from you, Amelia. Okay. What the fuck? Rhonda is just shooting a rifle off of a yacht? Great point. What Thank was you. that? I don't know. This is. I also liked how they sprinkled in like, this is the first time that like the first kiss and then the first, can I steal him for a second and all that stuff. And this one was, she was the first aggressive one, quote unquote. And then also uh, the first person to say, I'm not here to make friends. Well, freaking yes. Rhonda. Yeah, the Ra- it was the Rhonda show for a little bit. Um, Rhonda is an absolute legend. Rhonda <laughs> Rhonda and Shannon were the standouts of the season yes, for me. Agreed. Agreed. Although I say that though, but even both the clip show and the, if you go back and watch season one, it was edited so heavily towards Trista. Ugh. It's like it was, she was like clearly the favorite of everyone. It seems like everyone does truly love her. But if you go back and you watch it, like it, nowadays people would think Trista was going to win, but they clearly were just setting her up to like be on television again because right. she got such a generous edit. Although she seems like a lovely person. So maybe that was just like who she was. Sure. And she got a lot of screen time. It was always about like, how is Trista feeling? Like she, she was a standout from the very beginning. That's true. That's definitely true. <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. But also it was so funny the first time they go on a yacht and they're like, oh my God, a yacht. And now yachts <laughs> are just like, a huge part of both my personal interests <laughs> and also reality TV. Exactly. But it was really, and it wasn't even that nice of a yacht, but they were like so excited to be on a boat. It was, it was, it's very funny, right? To like see the sort of like basic building yes. blocks of not just The Bachelor, but reality television of yes. like what indicates luxury and like, like <laughs> Las Vegas, yachts, yes. hot tubs. And those are the things that like still persist as like associated with a special, luxurious time. Right. And, and that, Saying it was a yacht was honestly, that was generous. generous. It was generous. <laughs> um, and and freaking Rhonda, just the next thing, we, first we see them like going, oh my God, it's a yacht. This is so cool. And then we see Rhonda and she's freaking breaking out 
the rifle and just shooting into the air after he was like, we're whale watching. And I'm like, oh my, are they freaking going to shoot some whales? What the fuck is going on? Why do they have a rifle aboard this, this vessel? Do they know? It? it was so <laughs> random. It really, it really was incredibly random. Um, okay, let's keep it moving. Um, you said this season is surprisingly sexy at some parts. And to that, yeah. I say, Alex Michelle obviously picked Amanda because he's the one that he wanted to sleep with the most. <laughs> yes! it is so, so apparent. So it apparent. So Just apparent. A, a couple, it came, it, even in the edit, it came through. But I remember from watching the season, it was very clear as well. Um, a couple things about Amanda. Alex said that she had a real creative sexuality and that he was getting it like a gift. <laughs> so <laughs> I was absolutely dying. And then she also revealed that at one point um, she bought a trapeze to <laughs> yeah. use with like her boyfriend to like make things more interesting. So Amanda is really freaky and it's absolutely <laughs> no surprise whatsoever that she won. Like, I just can't get over it. Well, and the moment she walked out of the limo, like, she has big boobs. And it was just like, mm-hmm. she's got big boobs. And then also, she w- she, I think she said the trapeze thing on the first episode. It seemed like yes, it was on did. the first episode. She did. <laughs> and then he was like, um, so... They were in the limo and this was later on and she was just like, I have like Wonder Woman outfits and all this. I'm like, oh my God, she was into cosplay before cosplay was a thing. (laughs) So incredible. It's just like when you you see that unfolding and you're like, how do these these people end up together? It's just like, oh, right. Just for the sex. Right. And and then it's like they had the fantasy suite. I mean, I guess it went great. He's just a real think think with his dick kind of guy, I suppose. (laughs) So, you know what? If he's honest about it. And and also the fantasy suite, he was talking, it contained a plastic sheet, chocolate yes. and caramel ice cream. And there was like kind of, you could tell it was like a naked pic of Amanda. <laughs> I was like, this is The Bachelor? What? It definitely was like a little bit like randier back then. It really was, which I appreciate, honestly. That's true. I did too. Yeah. Pretending it's like some kind of like holy, oh. like, like Maybe chase just get together like get to know yeah. each other yeah oh it's, screw it's that weird. it is weird how um the show has like become more chase alex was very yes. sex positive i would say it was oh. like it definitely it was like it wasn't like um it wasn't like over to overdoing it but it was like overtly sexual for his season and for some reason with like this more recent seasons I mean, if Tyler had been The Bachelor, it would not have been the case. And this wasn't true for <laughs> Hannah's season. But it's become, le- like, way more chaste. And, like, totally, sex is, like, way less a part of the show, even though, like, it builds to the fantasy suites. And a lot of the leads, I think a lot of the leads have contributed to this. Maybe this is, like, just their own reputation saving. But they're like, sure. well, it's the only time you have to be together without cameras. So it's, like, really important to talk. But it's like, okay, is it just important to talk? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We see all these, like, sexy waterfall shots where you're clearly rubbing up against each other. It's like, come on. I know. It's weird. Reality TV, I've been thinking a lot about reality TV in the previous decade. There was a lot more, it was just sort of more direct about sex. In some ways, The Bachelor, totally. like, skirts around it. And it's, like, a lot of, like, 
foreplay, but no, but like no actual sex. Whereas I think it used to be the opposite on reality TV. Okay. And I quoted this. I, I wrote it down because I was like, wow, I can't believe he asked her this. But this is what Alex asked Shannon um, in the limo. I want to hear about these rules that you live by. What is what does it mean to be a good girl and how does that relate to sex? Yeah. He and was she, look he was looking to get it. Seriously. He really was. was. <laughs> He's an underrated sex bachelor. <laughs> he really is. And he was like, I'm sorry to put you on the spot. And she was like, Yeah, I don't think you are sorry. I think this was all this was you thought about this. Which honestly, yeah. good for you, Shannon, for standing up. Yeah, seriously. Shannon, Shannon was great. I really, <laughs> she, she like knew who she was. Yeah, she wouldn't be pushed around. She wouldn't be pushed into that hot tub. Seriously, I've never related to anyone on The Bachelor more than Shannon, like not wanting to take her robe off. It was like, it was great. <laughs> Iconic. I, God bless you, Shannon. Seriously. And then Trista, I mean, the Trista recap was just absolutely Oof. so boring. They should have just made it a Bob recap instead. N- not oh. because like, I don't like Trista. I do like Trista. I think Trista and Ryan seem immensely nice yes immensely normal yes and immensely boring like yes they've but like because they're great and so the second i when when i saw they were just like it was the second hour of trista i was just like are you kidding me like this is <laughs> this is brutal absolutely brutal also ryan way more attractive now than back then Ooh. love his look yeah yeah and also um he surprised trista another boring aspect it's like oh you're being surprised by your husband are you serious right now? This is so fucking boring. Yeah, I know. I know. And she was like, I, I will say The Bachelor like, obviously tried really hard to like bring in some like special stuff to mm-hmm. these these clip shows. But um, this week we got Demi and Nicole critiquing yeah. Alex L- Michelle's clothing. For like and two I, minutes. Two minutes. I like Nicole. I wish we had like gotten more of Nicole in a less like, She's, she's like a crazy Latin woman and more like yeah. who Nicole actually is, you know? I, I genuinely think that she is really kind and smart and funny. So. I was going to say, I think she seems quite smart as well. Yeah. Like, I would actually think that she'd be a good character if she wasn't like being characterized as like boy crazy or fighting with Onyeka. Totally. And she also is a good sport because I've definitely tagged her in things on Batch Party Pod and she always like retweets and she engages. So she's a really she's a nice person. I, I think she does seem like a, good, a nice person. We should, I'm going to try to get her on the podcast. This, this conversation has inspired me. But I was like, I so prefer her to Demi in that even in that bit. Oh, my God. I know. Demi, it's like, we get it. We get it, Demi. All right. You're controversial or you're like, oh, spicy like we don't I don't care I don't care about Demi anymore sorry like we get it I don't either I've moved on I'm like I'm ready for all new people I'm ready I'm excited for Matt and for Claire because I just I want all new people full stop um the other thing we got was Cassie appearing to talk about her breakup but she refused to talk about her breakup she literally (laughs) talked about nothing for five minutes they were like why'd you break up and she said she wasn't ready to talk about it and they're still going (laughs) through it she said it wasn't because of coronavirus. Right. Um, I think they wouldn't. I think the show is like forever mad at Colton. So I bet that's why he wasn't on. They didn't ask him, <laughs> my guess. Probably. I think because he went on This American Life last summer, he's like forever in the doghouse is my, is my suspicion. I um, believe it. But Cassie, again, I feel like she's just going to like go off and have a normal life. She'll just, you know, be a Southern California speech pathologist. Sure. And that sounds great. I could see that, but she was also on a reality show before she was on The Bachelor. Yes, it was set at her college where she, right. I believe she went to 
a Christian college and it yes. was about like people like navigating it. It was called Biola, I think is the name of her school. Okay. Um, but maybe she maybe she scratched that itch. Maybe she doesn't want to be famous anymore. Okay, sure. Maybe just like an influencer? Maybe. But I don't know. She you know, she took a one month social media break. Wow. Breaking and she broke contracts like she was, you know, supposed oh, to be promoting stuff. OK, and she didn't. She posted about this and she was like, you know, against people's um, advice, I broke contracts and I did a one month social media detox. I went to she says she goes went to two protests, spent time with her family and it seemed like pretty healthy and like and That's normal. Good. Yeah. And I the other the other like rumor on the streets, which I is oh. purely conjecture is that Becca and Garrett may have broken up because it seems like they didn't spend the 4th of July together. Mm, and I, mean, I wonder if like political differences are coming between some of these couples. Maybe. I mean, because Becca on Bachelor Happy Hour a couple weeks ago said stuff with her and Garrett was like up in the air. That's and, what. Yeah, that's what I heard. And too. so, yeah, and because I think she said it directly. And so I think I thought it was pretty pointed that Cassie included that she went to two protests. Ooh. And um, that's so I true. I, I mean, but, I don't, yeah. I don't know, but like that was just my interpretation, and I think we'll we'll learn more as time goes on. Uh, I have a feeling Colton will want his side of the story to be out. Cassie's <sighs> beginning to speak a little bit, Ugh, and Col- so it's interesting. But I, I just thought that like she was like, this is what I was doing with my time, which is not how I was spending my time before mm-hmm. that. And I, I don't know. It's just fascinating to me. Well, Colton and Garrett seem like little bitches, and I just don't <laughs> like people like that. I think they're a waste of space, and I just I don't support people who are little bitches like that, and that's what I think Colton and Garrett both are. I'm sorry, but that's how I feel. I've never really been a fan of either of them, um, but... I'm curious to see what Colton does next. I, I just feel like Cassie's talking. He probably will as well. I mean, he wrote we'll a book. See. Like, he's always like, <laughs> here, let me say things. Like, I oh get these God. crazy automated text messages. I don't know how to get off. I like signed up for his Oh, community. no. And I don't, but they go to my Google voice text messages, not my main text messages at well, least. Thank but God. It's, it, it's really rough. Um, a couple other quick pieces of news from Bachelor Nation. Andy Dorfman, she moved to L.A. And then she wow. was immediately seen running along the Santa Monica Venice boardwalk with Nick. But he clarified that they are just friends, not okay. dating. Sure. So FYI. All right. Nick also has like gotten into roller skating. I'm not sure. But OK, congrats to them. <laughs> Andy left New York. How sad for the city. Um, And last piece of news. Apparently, Tyler went to the Bahamas on his boat, leaving the Miami area or Fort Lauderdale area, wherever he is. Wow. Um, you know, that's a Tyler update. Have to include it. You I've noticed you. that Matt James has pulled back on some of the social media since becoming The Bachelor. That's probably good. Wise. For sure wise. You know? Yeah. Um, in the latest I heard with Claire's season is they were going to try to shoot the whole thing in Southern California over like five weeks or something like that. I, I'm I don't into know that. what's going to happen. I am too. I mean, Bachelor in Paradise works for like for a reason. And part of it is like, <laughs> yeah. is not that they're is like I think being in one location is actually good. Yes, so it'd be good. And just like let's mix it up a little bit. Why do they have to travel all over the place? I mean, I think this kind of like forcing of a change of format could be good. I wonder if they can pull it off. Like, can they seal their bubble better than the NBA can in Orlando? I don't Oof, know. Yikes! I don't. Yikes! Ooh, I don't think so. But may, who knows? Maybe they should just do Claire and Matt at the same time in one resort. That's my, oh my that's god! My pitch. I would actually be so into that. I'm so into that idea. It would almost be like Bachelor Bachelorette College and it would just sort of be like a big campus of like people like hanging out. And yes. then they 
This is the thing. They could finally do my big idea. Okay. Which is if you get voted off, you have to stay on the campus, stay in the oh bubble, my- right? I love it. And this. so it's like it's like Ponderosa on Survivor, but yes. it's like Bachelor cast off or whatever. I always <laughs> thought this should be Manhattan Beach, but they could just do it wherever at wherever. And I just think it's a perfect opportunity to try it out. I and think people this are is gonna a want idea. more content, not less, because TV production's so backed up. We're not getting new TV in the fall of 2020. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there, ABC. I just think this is such a good idea. Oh my can you imagine the hookups once the people yes. get booted? And just all of, oh my God. Yes. I'm, so they could, I they could film Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Paradise, and Paradise. all at once. Oh eventually. my God. You're genius. I solved it. <laughs> I love this. I love this idea. Thank you so much. Um, going forward, we're going to dip in and out of the greatest seasons ever as they continue to air over the next few weeks. And it's finally time to uh, dip into this HBO Max Bachelor Well They've got shows from all over the world. So I'm going to um, go through it and we'll set up like a viewing schedule to start covering some of these these shows. I think it's going to be fun. I love that. Awesome. Um, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Amelia, thanks for joining me. If you want more Amelia, listen to Tea, Times, Tea Time on Ringer Dish on Fridays. And of course, follow Bachelor Party Pod on Twitter and on Instagram and join our group on Facebook. We will talk to you soon. Bye. 